welcome to my Fashion Stories Box podcast, a podcast about stories in fashion history. I'm Catherine, and I'm so glad to welcome you here. Let's discover together interesting facts about fashion and history and fashion history. Fashion weeks are important events for the fashion industry. They also embody all the stress and glamour of fashion, with designers showcasing their next collections in the most creative and striking way. Their shows are all about selling the dream. And who never dreamt to attend a Chanel or Alexander McQueen runway show, even if from the back row and pretend to be Anna Wintour? The first fashion show I attended was even before I moved to Istanbul. A PR agency with whom we worked offered us two places to go to a designer show during the Moscow Fashion Week. It was a long time ago and I don't really remember the name of the designer. I just remember that we went with a friend and when arriving, upon showing our invitations, someone led us to our seats and after the show came back to us to have a chat with us. And it was really as if we were VIP fashion journalists. This is honestly the only thing I remember from my first Fashion Week experience. At that time, I haven't been yet infected by the fashion virus. Then I moved to Istanbul and started to work in the fashion industry. My first job was for a footwear company and learning about the Istanbul Fashion Week, I decided to go there to try networking with fashion people. I brought a friend with me to the first day for the first show in order not to feel alone. Of course, as I didn't know anybody at that time, I didn't have any invitations. We just waited for the guests to be seated and as there were free seats, the organizers invited us and that way we could attend the show. This time, I remember the name of the designer. It was Hatice Göçe, a very famous Turkish menswear designer. Starting from that year and after having changed job and started to work for a Turkish jewelry designer, I became a regular visitor of Istanbul Fashion Weeks, attending shows sometimes with invitations, sometimes without invitations. But I liked being somehow part of the atmosphere where you could see influencers, fashion journalists and designers where Of course, everything was about being there and being seen there, but where you could also see sparkles of creativity and looking at how people were dressed. As you all know, since last year, due to the pandemic, Fashion Weeks moved online, thus solving my problem of having or not having an invitation to see the shows. The spring-summer 2021 Istanbul Fashion Week shows, which took place in October last year, have been shot at the same places for all designers, the Galataport Istanbul and Tophane'i Amire Culture and Heart Center, having in heart the promotion of the cultural and historical heritage of Istanbul. And indeed, in the background of all the shows, you can have wonderful views on Istanbul. For this autumn-winter 21-22 edition of Istanbul Fashion Week, designers were given a bigger freedom in terms of places to shoot their collections. And to be honest, 
they made me travel in space and in time. I completely forgot. I was sitting on my couch in my living room during a lockdown weekend. Some shows were even more than just a collections presentation. It was a full short movie. And let me tell you more about that. In this Istanbul Fashion Week edition, Turkish designers paid tribute to their country, their history and their heritage through the choice of shooting locations and collections details. Designers as Gerena Jack and Gian Naja shot in old Byzantine cisterns. Tag invited us in discovering Istanbul in a beautiful black and white movie full of nostalgia. DJ Kayek paid tribute to Agatha Christie by shooting a short crime movie taking place in the mythical Pera Palace Hotel, where some of the writers Hercule Poirot's adventure has been written, according to the legend. Chidemakin also chose a hotel to shoot a mystery short movie, as well as Mert Erkan. Nej chose the Halic Center in Istanbul with a beautiful view on the Golden Horn. Tuba Ergin took on a futuristic approach with the Agderep Solar Station, while Sudi Etus recreated a part of Japan's video games places in the Istanbul market, and Özlem Suer shot her delicate dresses in a hidden part of the Grand Bazaar. Murat Aytulum went to Pamukkale to shoot his black and white uniformed-inspired collection, and Zeynep Tosun shot her ancient Greece-inspired warriors collection in Ephesus, in the Izmir region, which, according to the legend, was founded first in 6000 before Christ by women warriors and named Azawa, city of the goddess. Redbeard, Hatice Göçe and Hakan Yildirim prone them back to nature with shooting their collections in the countryside, while Mehmet, Emirolu, Meltem Uzbek and Y+, emphasized the streetwear side of their collections in disused places. Luc van Segar and Zeynep Erdogan invited us to a lazy moment at home. As you can see, the variety of shooting locations enabled also the designers to convey the feelings of their collection spirits. Because yes, for me at least, a fashion show is not just about the clothes or accessories. It's all thick. The shooting location, the choice of the models, the scenario, the editing, the music, all these elements combined will make the viewers dreaming, wondering, living the collections and wanting to learn more about them. And truth to be said, thanks to the online format, this is easier to achieve. Now that I told you about the shooting locations and the atmospheres designers created for their collections, shall we speak about the collection themselves? The general impression I have had after watching the shows is raw, sexy and strong, multifunctional and mysticism. I don't know if I have been influenced by the general atmosphere in my interpretation, and sure I could have been, but I also saw a certain vision of the future with clauses here to protect us in a hostile environment. A general tendency was timeless pieces, 
volume, oversized, unisex with silhouettes mixing strict masculine tailoring and feminine touches as pleats, draping, or more delicate fabrics. But generally speaking, a dark world, a dark future, a kind of dystopia with an underlying threat. Some outfits could perfectly fit it in novels as the Dune series by Frank Herbert. While, on the other hand, other outfits conveyed the feeling of strong and sexy women, modern-day princesses slash warriors, a la Game of Thrones, who would save the world. Future is female. And also a nostalgia of the past through mysticism, nature and traditional clothing. I, of course, tried to find if there was some historical inspiration in the designers' collections. And here are my findings. As a recurrent theme, I noticed the white padded shoulders in many designers, reminding me of the parachutes of the 80s and of the 40s military-inspired war fashion. You can see them in designers as Jereno Jack, Chidemakin, Mermet Emirolu, Merta Pelaide, Mert Erkan, Murat Aitolum, Nedo by Nedretta Girolo, Özgür Masur, Özlem Kaya, Redbeard, Suzietus, Tubaergin, Tuvanam, Y Plus, and Zeynepton. And another repeating feature is the voluminous sleeves with interesting texts on the big jigot sleeves from the 19th century, as featured is Mert Erkan, Luc van Sigar, Jihan Najjar, DJ Kayek, Mermet Emirolu, Beltam Uzbek, Nej, Nihan Peker, Özgür Masur, Özlem Kaya, Özlem Suer, Redbeard, Suzietus, Tubayagin, Y plus Zeynep Erdogan, and Zeynep Tosun. Corsets are also widely used, either part of the dress or as an accessory, here used in order to show the in-control behavior of women and not as a way to constrain women's movements. They reinforce the harmony effect created by the padded shoulders. You will see some examples in Mert Erkan, Özgür Masur, Jeren Ojak, Chidemakin, Jian Najjar, Murat Aitulum, and so on. And to stay in the armor inspiration, I noticed some metal accessories and outfits acting as medieval coat of mail worn by knights and transforming the models into modern Jan of Hark, as seen in Stuvlavanam or Tubayagin. Amazons also were represented in the collections of Jerenojak, Mel Temesbek, Tuvanam or Zeynep Toson, with long cloth effects and asymmetrically cut tops. Trapping effects, pleats, volumes also reinforce this antiquity period and its myth by giving a sensation of movements and ancient times nostalgia, reminded me of statues and columns of the Roman Empire or ancient Greece. Some collections have a full historical universe of their horns, as Nedo by Nedretta Girolu, which reminds me of the 20s flappers and could have been worn in a great Gatsby revival, or DJ Kayak with a 60s feel. Redbeer's collection would have been perfectly fit in the 70s with its neo-hippie touch, and Murat Aitulum's collection 
reminds me of Second World War movies with Gestapo or Soviet spies and secret spies. Özgür Masur takes me back to the 40s with a dangerous and sophisticated Matahari vibes, while Zainab Erdogan and Luc Fonsiga bring me to Jane Hare's novels, and Zainab Tosun celebrates ancient Greek goddesses with a Odyssey feeling. Other collections are more about cultural references. The Museum of Fine Clothing shows a modern-day Snow White mixed with Black Swan, a contemporary fairy tale in which the heroine is an iron fist in a velvet glove. Arkan Yildirim mixes a, the bright prints and colors of Anatolia with Slavic inspiration and shows some strange nymphs, forgotten pretrests, and Hatice Goce is all about pilgrimage and Sufi. It's quite a lot, right? And though we can see repetitive themes, there is also such diverse inspirations and universe behind each collection. You have, of course, the personality of the designer to take into account, his own his interests and sources of inspiration. However, in this variety, I also want to see the heritage of Turkey, from the ancient Greece, Roman Empire, Byzantine Empire, and the Ottoman Empire reflected there, showing that modern Turkey has a rich history and that Turkish designers are proud of their heritage. In 15 years since the creation of the first Mercedes-Benz Istanbul Fashion Week, Turkish designers have been able to mix heritage history, tradition, and craftsmanship with modernity, thus creating a signature style for the country's fashion industry and positioning Turkey not just as a manufacturing destination, but also as a creative hub. Thank you for listening. I hope you like this journey discovering Turkish designers and that you are now more curious to, to learn more about them and about Turkish fashion. Feel free to head to my blog, my blog box, to read the dedicated post on this autumn winter 21-22 Istanbul Fashion Week for more details and visual supports. And feel free to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen your podcasts, to follow me on Instagram and Facebook, and to have a look at my blog to complete the podcast with some visuals. And if you like my podcast, Feel free to leave a comment or a review. I would really appreciate it. I'm Catherine and this is my Fashion Stories Box podcast, a podcast about stories in fashion history. See you next week for a new Fashion Story